Well, how we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. This is the Why Adapt podcast brought to you by your boy, A.A. Ron Leonard here, coming to you live on Friday the 13th. This is not a bad omen, I promise you. You will be informed from listening to this podcast today and in the future. At least that's my hope. And I would also, I would like your input on it too. If you're, uh, if you gain something from this podcast, please let me know. Um, if this podcast annoyed you, I want to know that too, because I want to make it better. Because my goal here is to help everybody. So, um, with that being said, I'd like to go take a couple minutes here and uh, just give you a little intro into um, why I'm here, what I'm doing, and why I'm doing it. And also, why we need to adapt. So I am Aaron Leonard, um, currently uh, coming to you, well, not really live, I guess this is recorded, but from Grand Blank, Michigan. Uh, I am 32 years old. Uh, I started um, started from the bottom, you know, grew up in a small town and uh, living in, for all intents and purposes, another small town outside of Flint, Michigan. And uh, it's not as bad as you might think if you're on the other side of the the country or other side of the globe. You know, Flint's not pretty, but that's okay. I'm sure they're doing what they can to uh, fix that up. But anyway, um, the reason I'm doing this is because I want to help out and um, help people who are trying to better themselves and kind of find a way out. I know um, where I started from, again, a small town. Um, What I I characterize a small town is... uh, no stoplights, no McDonald's. That usually clears it up. Um, you know, I started off in a small town, and uh, you kind of you think small. You know, you think about, um, you know, you see people in Hollywood or uh, even just California in general, and you think uh, that that you're never going to be there. You know, how how can you possibly make it there? They have more money, they have more opportunity, and here you are in the middle of nowhere. Well, I'm here to tell you. That it doesn't have to stay that way. So, <clears throat> a little a little background on myself. I I started. Um, you know, I, I don't have any necessarily formal education as far as uh, college. Of course, graduated high school, but um, I came to a point in my life when uh, I was about twenty three, twenty four, where I just realized that I wanted to question more of what I learned as a child from my parents and also just question what I was uh, more or less forced into learning in school. I realized that I hadn't learned very much about uh, financial um, independence, financial knowledge, investing, that sort of thing. And also um, I, I just found that a lot of the things that interest me that that I happen to be doing well with, everybody seemed to question me. So I had to find other resources. Uh, that's one thing I have dealt with quite a bit in my life is uh, just backlash <laughs> on, on everything that I've that I've really found uh, enjoyable from poker uh, to investing um, to just uh, to teaching myself and and learning um, more or less, you know, through through podcasts such as this, 
or other uh, resources online, classes and things like that, blogs, just kind of finding all the information out there. I always say that I was very fortunate to be born uh, without computers, but also grow up with computers. I, I did grow up in the era of hurry up and run home and, and sign into AIM and talk to your friends. But I also fancy myself um, having fairly good social skills and fairly good communication skills. Now this this format here is going to be a little bit different today. I'm, I plan on uh, doing mostly interview type on my podcast um, in the future. I'm sure there will be times where I fill in a little bit uh, another another uh, you know solo podcast in the future just to keep the keep the quality content running for you folks out there that are loyal listeners and uh I do appreciate that very much so please give us a review on iTunes if if you feel the need to one star okay but if you want a five star I will forever be in debt to you so um the the reason I I feel that I can uh put out a podcast such as this is because, A, I, I enjoy it very much. So I figured why not do something that I enjoy. And B, I have, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've been through the ringer in life. I know that I'm going to experience many other setbacks in my life. But uh, life's done a pretty good job of, of giving, giving them to me up front. So I feel like it can only get better from here and uh, in turn... I should be able to help teach quite a few folks or at least give them some insight into how they need to handle those things when it when it happens in their life. And, and I'll go into that further in the future when I sit down with uh, some friends and acquaintances and, you know, potentially family, I suppose, and, and talk through a few different things. But um, I will just say this, that uh, I have... Um, been through unique, a unique enough experience in the last year that most could say that uh, that they that they can't fathom dealing with themselves, and I, I will say that it involves the death of a loved one in a very unique way. And I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to take away from from the rest of this uh, this great information we have here. So, without further ado, let's jump right in to our first topic. So, first topic we have is dealing with struggle. Now, um, there's all kinds of struggle that we can experience. You know, we can experience a, a loved one passing away like I, I just spoke about. Um, you know, maybe maybe we're overweight. Maybe, um, maybe we just don't have a whole lot of uh, confidence in ourselves. Maybe Maybe we have a tough time getting out of bed. Maybe we hate our job. There's all sorts of things like that. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off about four different topics here or four different points here that can help you through dealing with struggle. And uh, again, the the reason I I feel that I can I can kind of talk about this sort of thing is because I have dealt and am dealing with going through struggle. And these are just things that, 
that I have found very important and am currently working on myself. So I'm not I'm not doing this because uh, I've I've learned these and I'm I'm the perfect version of a person. I'm talking about this because these are things that I'm working on that I that I have found as uh, you know I'll say it glaring weaknesses within myself and also many other people. But most don't feel the need to change. Whereas I, I feel that, um, I, I enjoy change. You know, it, it can be very difficult to, to take that, that step in your life and, uh, do something drastic out of, um, you know, fear will stop most of us. And again, I, I'm not perfect. It's, it stopped me plenty of times. And I'm, and I'm not talking about jumping out of a plane, although I, I think, Facing fears is always a good thing. I, I feel like we gain quite a bit from facing fears because fear holds a lot of us back. You know, whether it's starting a new job or talking to someone we don't know, or it's, uh, you know, you get the idea. So the first step, the first, first, uh, point here I have to get through dealing with struggle is awareness. Um, be aware of yourself and and how you're dealing with it, and it and that's not an easy thing to do. You know, I I felt um, recently I had a tough time. You know, I I thought that I was aware of what I was doing, how I was acting, and how I was carrying myself, but I found that the best way for me to be aware of myself was to see how I was affecting, you know, my loved ones, my family and, and the people close to me. And, and most people, you know, you do a good job of, of putting up that front and, uh, you know, making it feel and look like everything's fine and dandy. But I, I found specifically with, with my girlfriend that, you know, I I would um, I would be very pent up. You know, I'd be stressed out and just not realize it, and then inevitably I'd end up just kind of going off. And it was very difficult for me to realize that I was going off or you know blowing up because of everything I was holding inside. And you know, I was I was uh, still am doing uh, counseling and that sort of thing. <clears throat> and working on exercising more daily and uh you know uh a few other things that I'd, I'd like to point on um you know further down the line here but um you know even when you feel like you are very self-aware most cases I would argue that you aren't so I would I would do I would take a step further and um do what you can to be self more self-aware. Uh, one thing that helps is, is writing. I know I found that, uh, going through these struggles, I had, um, you know, I had some crazy dreams and, you know, you, you don't realize that how, how badly those can affect your day until, I mean, it took me writing it down really. You know, I, I had a dream the one night and, and, uh, 
you know, it was, it was pretty wild and I, and I wrote it down and didn't really think much of it. And I told somebody about it and started to think about it a little bit more. And I went, holy shit. I said, this is, this is really causing me some problems, you know? Um, it's kind of wild when you can actually wake up mad and what that can do to the rest of your day. I mean, you can imagine, um, you know, just when you think about when you're in a good mood and and what the rest of your day kind of feels like you know you start the day and you're smiling the sun's shining and it just seems like you're bouncing into work or whatever you're doing you you just kind of got a little hop in your step well the same thing goes for uh you know if you have a bad dream or something like that that can get you kind of you know you're kind of slouching a little bit walking with your head down a little bit and it and it's not something that that is very easy to be aware of um but it's something that you need to consistently try to be conscious of because it can really have a a, a very strong effect on your life um another one that uh that is is uh slightly off topic but very similar is you know, I, I um, have enjoyed poker, it's poker tournaments mostly, Texas Hold'em, uh, since I was probably about 16. And, um, you know, most people that are close to me are aware of that, of course. Not all the folks that be listening to this today are going to be aware of that, but I thoroughly enjoy poker tournaments. And if you've ever played a poker tournament, um, you know there is some stress involved. If you haven't played a poker tournament, I'm sure you can you can understand that there is some stress involved, but, uh, you know, most of the tournaments I played in my life, uh, which is, oh, geez, oh, Pete's in the thousands, um, probably over, probably over two, 3,000 tournaments. I, I played a lot of poker. It's really hard to put a number on it, but most of the tournaments I've ever played only lasted maybe one day. And, um, you know, that's, kind of a, you know, you, you have that, you have a resolution to everything quickly. You know, if, if you lose, um, you lose the tournament, it's over and, and, and you move on with it. If you win the tournament, you're happy. And again, you, you move on with it. But I had a scenario where I was in, uh, Las Vegas for the world series of poker and playing a tournament out there. It was a four day tournament. And, um, I had not played a multi-day tournament. Or at least I hadn't made it to the the second or third day in, in a multi-day tournament from the best of uh, my memory. But in this specific tournament, it was a four-day tournament. And uh, I was st- staying there with my friend, a couple of my friends actually. And I just found that I... I had difficulty sleeping and, you know, you say, oh, okay, well, you were in Vegas, you know, what do you expect? Um, and, and that was part of it, but, but prior to this, um, you know, I had been running every day, really made a point to, um, you know, run at least a half mile. I know that's not much, but, but I was doing it every day before I went to work. And to me, that was, that was quite the accomplishment. And I had, uh, I had done, I had actually continued that a little bit in Vegas. I ran one or two days, which was, 
you know, totally different considering, uh, you know, the climate change from Michigan to, to Vegas in June. But I just found myself having difficulty sleeping in Vegas and, uh, it didn't hit me until after I was out of the tournament. You know, I felt like, um, you know, this is just another tournament, albeit for a lot of money, but I've, I've played for a lot of money before. So that wasn't anything, uh, incredibly new to me. However, that stress spanned out over three to four days was new to me and it wore on me. Let me tell you, my goodness, I had trouble sleeping and, um, and it really just kind of dragged me down. And, uh, and, you know, I'm sure it affected me. I don't know, you know, I don't have a way of quantifying that, but I I know it affected me and I, I wasn't aware of that being the cause until, you know, after I ended up, uh, you know, busting out of the tournament and I don't know, 40th place or something like that. And, uh, it was just an immediate, uh, release from it felt like you know the world had been lifted off my shoulders and and you know i i did win some some money in that that tournament but um i don't know anybody that that plays tournaments like that competitively knows that that you're playing to win and and i was pretty frustrated afterwards but you know having that release uh just felt so much better and um you know, with that, I'm, I'm going to go to the second point here, which is exercise. Um, dealing with, uh, you know, in that particular situation, I think had I uh, been uh, working more on the exercise when I was in Vegas, I think that would have been helpful. But one thing that I really noticed um, going through, again, bouncing back to my previous struggle um, with that, the death of that loved one that really just drugged me down was, uh, for me, I always thought exercise was an option. You know, I, I, uh, I thought, oh, you know, you, you exercise so you can, so you can look good. You know, um, I didn't realize that until that point that, um, exercise is a necessity, you know, and, and I didn't realize that some of these other things were a necessity. And, and it's funny because, you know, when your life is going okay, not perfect, but okay, you don't feel like you need some of these things that I might talk about today. You don't think about um, awareness being important, exercise, or, or these other, other two points I'm going to make are as important. But I tell you what, when you hit rock bottom, and I've been there, you find that those things are a necessity um, because you really start to not only affect yourself, which you're always affecting yourself, but you start affecting others and you start affecting people that you love and you care about. And um, when that happens, it, it if it doesn't hit home for you then, then let me tell you, you got problems because you're going down deeper. You haven't hit bottom yet. So that that's uh, number two is exercise. Exercise is very important. Um, very important daily, keeping your body and your mind um, up to par or maybe, uh, you know, below par for all you golfers. But that that's a huge thing, and it's something I'm definitely working on, and um, I think you should too. So we'll go to number three here is meditation. Another thing that some people um, some people laugh at, they, they think uh, 
they think it's it's unnecessary and and again you know at, at this point in your life um it may not be huge but what what i've found is is when i feel like i don't need those things um a that's when i need them and b what i've also found is that that that's the type of stuff that you know when you're when you're down and out you have no choice but when you're not down and out when everything is kind of going okay these are the things that will set you apart and have you flourishing so that that's a huge thing for me and and i know some of you are sitting there saying oh i have i have this and that and i i don't have time to do this well if you don't have time to meditate, then then you probably need to take more time. I mean, you need to make a point to do this. And I think the old saying goes, if you don't have 10 minutes to meditate, then then you need two hours. So so take some time out of your day and do that. Um, prioritize that. It's, it's something that's very important. And that leads me to number four. Number four is consistency. There's a huge thing with all this because... It's all for naught if if you can't keep it going, if you can't consistently do these things. And, um, you know, part of this podcast is doing this is is for me to work on the, the consistency, the consistency in this podcast, the consistency in exercising, working out, and being self-aware. So this isn't just for you guys. It's for me too. So a little bit of selfishness there, but I, I think that uh, we can all work together and um, and make ourselves better. So that that kind of that goes to my four points on on the first topic which is dealing with struggle um if you've dealt with struggle and, and you found that you didn't need these ways or, or these points or you found other things that that really helped you I would love to hear about it um you know you can uh you can always email me at Aaron a-A-R-O-N dot Leonard, L-E-O-N-A-R-D 29 at gmail.com. I would love to hear what you think is helpful and, uh, you know, maybe we can feature it on the podcast and you can be a part of this as well. So, I, like I said, I would I would love to hear any input anybody else has because I am always up to hear what other folks are doing to help themselves. So, with that being said... Let's move on to our second topic of the day, which, and we are all over the place today, ladies and gentlemen. We are just trying to find our structure in this wild world that we live in, and at the same time, bring some value to you folks. So, my second topic of the day is investing. Investing is something that, um, I don't, it kind of seems weird, sounds weird to say I hold dear to my heart, but I, I enjoy it. It's something that um, kind of goes along the lines with poker, and maybe that's why I enjoy it, because poker is a stressful game. And uh, I always joke that I don't uh, like to gamble, but I do enjoy poker. You can take that for what it's worth. Um, but I enjoy the stress. I enjoy the stress of poker because I know that I've I've done it enough that I can handle it better than most. So I think that my mind kind of works well with investing for that same reason. But... Um, a little background on, on how I got started investing. Back to that um, age of 24 for me, about eight years ago, I found myself uh, learning as much as I could, reading books, and trying to figure out, you know, what makes this world tick. 
and uh, read the classic uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and kind of started getting interested in investing. And um, uh, it just hasn't stopped from there. And, you know, the tough thing being a millennial is there's not a whole lot of folks that uh, are interested in investing. There's not a whole lot of folks that have any knowledge of investing. And there's not a whole lot of folks that understand the importance of it. You know, you kind of kind of got to make friends with old guys sometimes. And uh, that's that's not a bad thing. So uh, my first point here is to inform yourself. You know, do a little bit of reading up on, on what is investing and, and what are the the benefits for you. And there are many. Um, you know, one one resource I remember that uh that I started with was investopedia.com. Like encyclopedia but with investo in front of it. It's a pretty good resource. Um and one of the things um moving to number two here is that I've learned is that you need to take risk and you need to get involved. And I'm not saying that you need to take your life savings and and put them all on uh, you know, the stock that somebody just told you about. In fact, I would I would say that if somebody tells you about something that you really need to do your own research because uh some of my worst investments have been somebody telling me that they had a great idea. So I would I would say to um, you know, stick to number one, which is inform yourself. But number two is so important. You do need to take risk and you do need to get involved, even if it's just a very minuscule amount. Um, what you will find is that you learn more from, from being involved and being invested than you do reading up on it and trying to learn more without being invested. You know, once you, once you see the ups and downs of investments and kind of the uh the different ways that can go uh you really you you learn a lot and it will be stressful um so i would advise that maybe you start with a, a very small nominal amount that you're not going to be concerned about if you lose or if you lose a little bit um you know even 50 100 dollars it's not you're not trying to light the world on fire here you're just trying to get a little bit of information and and learn so i think that's huge um you know one of the things i remember reading about was the difference in in investors and that certain investments were only available to uh sophisticated investors or you know this type of investor and i just thought man that's so wrong that's like you know what's wrong with the world today everything is all the you know you have the elites that can only um get the best investments and things like that but well, the reason is is because it's so tough to handle as a um as an early investor it's so difficult to to handle the ups and downs that you know some of those investments you've got to be ready to handle a lot of pushback so that leads me to number 3 which is find mentors uh my boy tim ferris kind of what uh oh, tim ferris is a bad 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 dude man um his book uh or his most recent book that is released is uh tools of titans fantastic book um one of my favorite books to gift and uh definitely one of uh you know i can't it's tough to say he's a mentor but i tell you what i've read enough of his information where he's a mentor to me and uh but that you know that's not the only type um 
you know, you can meet all all sorts of mentors. There are lots of people out there that want to help others. But you have to go out and meet people. You know, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about that here in a bit. Um, but that moves us to number four, which is keep learning. You you never you're never done learning in this world. There's always something different. Um, hence the name Why Adapt of this podcast. You know, you always have to be learning, bettering yourself. You never know when that great thing that you have is going to end and you're going to have to start something else. So keep learning, ladies and gentlemen. Find new resources. Find other people. Find more mentors. And what we have, what we're going to end with today, uh, before we do a quick rundown on everything, is I want to give you the tip of the day. So my tip of the day is going to be go out and meet somebody. You know, whether it's in the grocery store, um, you know, it can be somebody that you don't know or somebody that you want to know or somebody that you should know. But just go out of your way and say hi. Um, it's not that hard. You know, it, even if they, you know, maybe there's somebody that's on TV or maybe there's somebody that, uh, you know, has a, has a lot of money or is really busy and and they're going to be a little bit more difficult to get in touch with, but just go out of your way and say hi. And above all, please don't ask for anything. Please, please, please don't ask for a job. Don't ask for anything from that person because you're already getting their time. If you're going out of your way to say hi, and their time is more important than anything to them. So go out of your way and meet somebody today. Um, you might just brighten their day and you might just learn something. So, um, and to tag off that, you never really know what somebody else is going through. So maybe it's just the cashier at, at the, the, uh, Kroger grocery store or something like that. And you say hi and, and just brighten their day because, you don't know what they're going through. They could, you know, be having a terribly tough day and, and you make them smile and just brighten their day. So I would, uh, I suggest doing that and just go out of your way. Maybe that person that you don't feel has any reason to talk to you will really enjoy the fact that you simply just want to say hi. You know, you can always ask them a couple questions if you do get that opportunity to say hi. <laughs> But again, don't ask for a job. Don't ask for, can you help me with this? Don't ask them to even be your mentor. It's not a, it's not a formal thing like that. You need to build the relationship. You know, if you go out of your way to say hi to somebody, the next time it's going to make it just that, that intro just that much more warm and easier to develop that relationship. So start it with, hi, how you doing? And, uh, and build it from there. These things take time, but it is worth it, my friends. And I'll talk a little bit in future episodes about other mentors of mine and, and some of the uh, fun stories about myself and, and meeting new people. And hopefully get some uh, great stories from some of my friends and mentors through the future or in the future for you to learn from. Because that's what this is really all about, is I want you folks to to take the information that I'm giving you today and hopefully you learn something. So let's do this. Let's do a quick breakdown here. Um, so first topic, dealing with struggle. 
The four points are one, be aware. Awareness is huge. Two is exercise. It is not something that is only if you want to be strong and look great. It is something that helps your body and mind. Number three is meditation. Meditation is huge for your mind. Um, it's probably pretty helpful for your body too. Just a, a big thing. And if you, you know, just take a couple minutes, take 10 minutes and just sit in the silence. That's all you really have to do. Um, and that leads to number four, which is consistency. You will get better at all of these things. Just do it. Don't ask why. Don't question what you're doing. Don't say I don't have time. Make time and just do it. On to topic two, which was investing. Number one, inform yourself. Do your own research. And number two, take some risk. Get involved. Even a small amount of, of money in an, invest, in an investment will help you learning further. Number three, find mentors. Find others that are doing what you want to do and learn from them. But start slow. Start with hi, hello, and see what you can do for them. Maybe you can bring a little bit of value into their life. And number four, as always, ladies and gentlemen, keep on learning. It does not stop here. It doesn't stop now. It keeps going for the rest of your life in this great world. So I want to thank you for joining me and Gordy, my dog. He's been sleeping the whole time, but he's been here listening to me talk. And I want to thank you for joining me. Please, again, share this podcast, write a review. If you got to do a one star, do a one star, but a five star is fantastic. It helps me in any input. Please direct that to aaron.leonard, L-E-O-N-A-R-D, 29 at gmail.com. I am Aaron Leonard signing off for the Why Adapt podcast. Have a great day and don't forget to adapt. Thanks, everybody.